Hey, 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 it's your girl Q. Um, thanks for tuning in. Tuning in once again. I appreciate it. Um, it's been a minute, but uh, just trying to find my voice again and everything. So uh, here you have it about a gay girl. podcast is going to be very very um, like what's the word I'm looking for oh random random tangenty I'm making up words that's what I do random tangenty uh it's all over the place um but yeah so let's start off with Debbie Dads um for the record I don't know my father really don't have any type of knowledge or information about him other than the things I see about myself that aren't reflective of my mother um but yeah might be one of those things I need to uh get in touch with one day anywho but well Debbie Daz though man I was reading on Facebook uh because I'm taking a a break from Instagram (laughs) somebody was like well I'm so tired of Debbie dad. I'm tired of, you know, my baby daddy, he he don't do this or that. I'm just like, sis, man. Not that I'm blaming sis for sure, but I'm just saying, like, how in the world did you lay up with a deadbeat individual? You know what I'm saying? Like, you can definitely tell off of a couple, you know, maybe meets and however much about you know you meet someone you know you learn a little bit about them and I feel like you would learn that man this particular person kind of doesn't have his head on his shoulders right but you know what let me go ahead and lay up with him a few times to uh just to make sure and by all means I'm not here for Debbie Daz but I'm not here for the ignorance either like don't come to Facebook with that type of issue you know, <laughs> like, not that I can, I, mean, I can't really speak on the issue myself. I mean, I have no idea how that situation is. Obviously, my, in my case, didn't even have that, you know, that uh, piece of the puzzle at all. But that was something random that I was just thinking of, like, man, really? People out here mad about I'm a, a motherfucker who was never shit to begin with. I don't know. Oh, another random point. I'm 27. I'll be 28 in September, but I think without doctor diagnosis, I am extremely lactose intolerant. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's it's one of those things that you you don't want to come to terms with because cereal is so good. I mean, I was having a discussion with somebody at work today, like cereal doesn't taste, well, okay, let me back it up. Cereal milk does not taste good with any other like liquid that you can substitute milk for in cereal. No, um, just, it's hard. Um, I can eat like cooked dairy, 
like if it's heated up and all that and might change form or something but when it comes to like raw real rap raw dairy nah man speaking of milk we call it, i know i've heard people say white milk and i heard people say chocolate milk but why don't we call it brown milk like white milk chocolate milk i don't know that was that was actually kind of stupid um sorry if my mood sounds a little dismal and a little bit of a damper damper debbie right now but i have such a huge issue with i can't even call them neighbors the people that live upstairs because i feel like neighbor when you say neighbor it's almost neighborly it's inviting but the people upstairs are extremely annoying i don't even know the population you know uh i don't understand but they are just very loud like they continuously walk and or jump and or skip to the loo sit your fucking ass down my darling um it's annoying and it's extremely loud in my my apartment um and i have a studio so it's not like i can go to one room it's the studio is all one room you know uh yeah I'm trying to get out of that that mood right now. I should have just left the house, but you know what? I'm wearing literally. I'm wearing pajama pants. I'm wearing uh, a Christmas story pajama pants when he's in his pink bunny suit. I found these at Meyer, and I was like, "Yes, I had to have them." Yeah, that's another story. Wow, this went completely left. What the heck? Uh, something that came up in the news recently that was brought to my attention was the T and L G B T and elemental P. We got the rest, but to the T, <clears throat> trans um, gender um, individuals, uh, and in this situation, it was trans athletes in the high school, and it's causing this uproar about you know obviously parents and people are saying you know genetically um men or boys have you know or genetically men the the male race is more uh inclined in certain areas especially in the physical aspects now so when they do get their um you know uh physical uh, surgery done to match their mind and you know their mind match their body and they feel true to themselves that they still technically have this genetic and you know makeup that is inferior to women or girls in sports and so um i just found it it's a phenomenal topic it's it's a it's a tough topic it's a double-edged sword it's um it's uncomfortable sometimes it doesn't have to be uncomfortable but it's me being an exercise science major, being me being a loving science and everything about it, mostly because of the factualness, <laughs> factualness of it. Um, it makes me wonder, you know, like I'm all here for, you know, uh, transitioning to who you would like to be, um, and if as a, a young a younger adolescent or youth and you feel in your youth and definitely live your best life and do it. Uh, but having played sports in my youth and 
you know, I did race against some very good, you know, young ladies. But I, don't, I mean, it's not like a but. I couldn't see myself racing against boys. I would love to race against boys, but I know for damn sure they're gonna fuck. I mean, they're gonna beat my ass. They're gonna kick my ass. Wow, that sounds like really brutal. Hold on, they're gonna beat. <laughs> they're gonna win. Um, and you know, in this, in defense of these these young women, they were they were trans women uh, or girls. Uh, they weren't beating everyone. They were just beating the people at their school. That one then went to regionals and stuff. They weren't beating all those people. So I don't know. And you know, I do believe, I don't know, I've, I've, I've mainly met, met trans men, but I'm not sure if even trans women, do they take estrogen? See, I'm very, very ignorant on the situation. So, <laughs> racism, there's so many depths to this that I want to get into that I, that I can tangent on all day. <laughs> um, but one thing that I would like to talk about racism is how silly it is. But no, other than that, like I, I remember someone making this point to me once was like, or not someone, but I think I read it and they said, would race not would racism exist if but what if we you know in 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 synonymous with racism as in color what if we were in in that fact like we judged one another by our blood type (laughs) now with that being said you know one we can't see we can't look at someone and go oh you're you're o positive or whatever have you but you know, what's the blood type like? You know, and and in this and in these cases, it which it, it then brings me to um, donation or donors, blood donors, organ donors, so on and so forth. Like, hey, people that donate their bodies to science and whatnot. Like, <laughs> I watched this guy, this white guy, who whose daughter was a organ donor, and her her heart got, um, well, I wouldn't say adopted. Uh, a black man received her heart and it saved his life, obviously. And I'm thinking, man, roles reverse. Like, we have, you know, we have a lot of, un- we have these new, not new races, but uncovered, unshielded, unmasked racists out here who, you know, some of them aren't as healthy as, you know, some might need a lung or a liver one day. But, like, say they needed that in. What if, what if all the on the donor lists were black people, and bl- not when I say black people, black organs from black organs, organs from black people, man, like would that really just open their eyes to how ridiculous it is for them to really see a a race as inferior? Wow, I think I used superior inferior earlier in the segment wrong, but now I'm using it correctly. Anywho, but like think about it, man. This whole time you're like, oh, belittling this race, yet it's saving your life, yet you you knowing all along that we're people, we're equals, we are of great divine within all of us, and but yet you 
something weird in your genetics is like saying that you have to hate us. Oh, it's just, it's hard to swallow, right? So, one thing I'm interested in, or I find comical, is code switching and how natural it is, um, code switching. And I think not only black people do it, white people, I mean, everyone does it, but definitely black people do it. Um, I remember my first witnessing of code switching was when my mother uh, would talk to, you know, back then, everybody had land, landline phones, but they would, the book collectors would call or, you know, whoever she was talking to, some type of customer service, and she would give that voice. And I said, who is that? You know, five-year-old, four-year-old Q was, like, looking at her sideways, <laughs> super confused, because, you know, all of a sudden she got another personality, you know. And uh, she would also, I remember one time she did it, <laughs> answering the phone to say she wasn't there. I'm like, wow, this woman is talented. Like, I'm here for this. I picked that up quick. Quick. Don't let me, mm-mm. But this one is about code switching, but it's also about <laughs> I, me being a, a you know, black, masculine center woman, gay, black, gay, masculine center woman. Uh, I work in an area that is like mm, 90, I don't know the statistics, but let me just throw something out there. Let me give you a guesstimate. It's about 90, <laughs> 98% white. Uh, this is an area where I'm pretty sure all of them voted for Pence, and then most of them voted for Trump. Uh, anywho, so it's, it's it can be uncomfortable sometimes, and you know sometimes I get people that are like super white. I don't know what they're called. The ones that wear the the camo, or the ones that come in with the very judgy eyes, and I'm just like okay. But code switching, like you know how black people in the in the corporate or office or whatever, you know, hi, hi, Susan, hi. You know, I, I do, I got that under wraps. I got that. But then I always have that. Then I have to portray this sometimes a soft, like I am soft sometimes, but in this instance, a soft, I have to like really put on a, a face for like a straight almost like, you know, I'm, they can see me where I could have worn a tie that day type thing. Like, I mean, I'll give him space that, okay, not everyone is going to prejudice and assume I'm gay but at the end of the day come on you got two loaves of a brain come on and so uh just playing that part the straight part almost like laughing at uh, someone saying well I hope your hope your your man at home pays pays for the blah 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 what man what man you the only man okay Bob get out of my face but I'll be, you know, I'll, I'll switch it out because I just, I don't have the time for controversy and, ugh. All right. Um, I was in the shower this morning and I was thinking, actually, I was thinking of a song that was big back in the day, um, You're Beautiful by James Blunt. I was singing it, um because singing in the shower is makes me feel good okay um no so I was <laughs> I was singing it and that part he goes you can see from my face that I was flying high okay so he says that and I just had like this reverse raven moment 
when I, I remember it being on the the radio and they they bleeped out the word high and this was I was I think uh middle school maybe and when they bleeped it out it caught my attention I was kind of like what the f- why 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 and then you know quickly I I I, I gathered that he was flying high so he was actually high but in but then I was like well well if he's flying high he might just be in artistical face value like literally like flying high up in the sky as a person you know everybody wants to fly you know not encompassing a plane but literally you just fly right so it made me think about censorship and how like sometimes it's kind of stupid I mean not stupid but censorship is good since some circumstances and you know and like I said it it became more so a distraction than a a helpful situation like if I had a five-year-old or a a six why did I say like it was going to change five or six year old (laughs) that loved the song but when that part came on he or she knew not to say it because it says hi and then we have to have a conversation about what does hi mean I'm like well well, hi mm, no Okay, high, high is high. High is the, high is a height. It's a it's a measurement of a verticalism. Verticalism. <laughs> nah, but uh, but yeah. I mean, I guess I can't really speak on that because I don't have any children. Nor can I be like, I really feel that that is very vulgar. Um, because I think I've listened to the radio recently, and they really are raunchy nowadays. I mean, I'm pretty sure I pretty sure I heard ass. And maybe shit, I don't know. But the radio is kind of rough these days. I mean, depending on which station you listen to, uh, obviously. But um, yeah. With that being said, censorship is funny. <laughs> it's because it's. I feel like it's not parallel on all platforms. Um, and what's the point at the end of the day? You know, put a little put a little henny in the bottle. All right. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. well there was my shit show of another podcast that um in my heart i didn't feel like i was very comedic um i just did this out of a place of i wouldn't say boredom i just needed a distraction right now um because my humble, peaceful abode is not as peaceful as I like it to be. Even though I'm here by myself, yet I don't feel by myself. This is the whole premise of me doing this a podcast. To fucking get away. Somehow get away from it. The thing about it, I like my apartment. I love my apartment. And I hate to have to leave it because of disturbances from other fucking people that I chose not to live with. And that do not pay my rent. Yet, I have to fucking deal with them constantly. And I hate, I absolutely hate to nag, to nitpick, to fucking um, go to the leasing office and have to uh, tell them and be like, it's like a telltale. But it's like, God damn it. It's annoying. It's, uh, and it's crazy. Like I've never, I haven't had anyone in my apartment long enough to really be, to understand where I'm coming from. Uh... I don't know. I might. I don't know. I don't know. I'll talk more about that in my next episode. Maybe not. Hopefully not. Maybe I don't. I don't know. 
but I do have like about five months left I want to say five months is that right no I think four months b-day in September turn up that was random um so yeah I'm done here um done here I'm done here I'm not really done yeah I'm done this is my last segment okay I have this song it's called say it by fuck me because I never remember the name of the artist and it's terrible I remember the name of the song without the name of the artist but it's called say it and it's via spotify and I'm pretty sure somehow you can click the link if not god damn it I don't don't really know how this app works sometimes but anywho like I said uh, it's called say it <laughs> and I think it's dope real chill like I how I manifest my life to be really chill uh and the chick that raps in it like low-key high-key not low-key like let me let me let me let me say a couple words for my sisters out here rapping like keep it up man man for real like listen to well i think it gives you a snippet i don't know but if you hit the full length version of the song really listen to listen to sister's verse she goes in like da da okay Ah. it's called the the name of the artist is ebbs the artist ebz the artist song titled say it there you go i got it ah